Tim and Julia were best friends. They were in year eight, and after school most days, they were down at the park shooting a ball at a hoop. But Tim never told anybody about his real feelings for her. Except, he couldn't hide his secret from his older sister, Sarah. You're too young to fall in love. Love is for guys my age. Who says I'm in love? Tim said indignantly. Anyone can see you're in love with Julia. When you talk about her, you go all moony and soft, like soft cheese. I'm not soft cheese, and I'm not too young. Tim was twelve, and he was sure people started being in love at his age. Maybe even earlier. Save your love up for Oscar, Sarah advised. That cat is crazy about you. He's dying, Tim said brutally. He needs love in his last few weeks. Don't be cruel. I'm not a cat person. Tim was a Julia person, if such a person existed. Oscar was a thin, pleading stray. That had appeared at the back door a month previously. Tim had given him a bowl of water and a tin of sardines. The cat had wolfed the sardines as if they were the best thing it had tasted, and kept licking the tin for a long time after. It's Julia's birthday in a week. What sort of present should I buy her? Don't buy her flowers, or anything that shows you've got a crush on her. It would be a waste. Anyway, lovesick Oscar is calling you. Don't call him that. Tim sat on the back step, and Oscar jumped into his lap. Tim stroked him, being sure to follow the direction of his hair. He was good at small things like that. When his parents said he could adopt the cat, he had read up on cat care, giving it water each day because milk could give it diarrhoea, cleaning its teeth, and taking it along to the vet for a checkup. Trouble was, the vet gave Oscar an extra good check, and told Tim that Oscar had a sick kidney, which was incurable. And even though he was not a cat person, Tim had felt really sorry for Oscar, and decided he would make his last days happy. But instead of becoming listless and weak, gradually Oscar got more energetic. He bounced onto Tim's lap at every opportunity. Even springing onto his shoulder and licking Tim's ears, Sarah had laughed. He's giving them a wash. He started waiting for Tim after school, usually with a gift in his mouth—a dead bird, a mouse that was still alive—and he had looked very puzzled when Tim buried all these offerings in the garden. Then Julia's birthday was a week away. She had decided to invite only a few friends. And when they were at the park on Monday, Tim said casually, "What would you like for a present?" She grinned, a big smile. Tim pulled a horror grin. Hmm, that's okay, but I think I'd like something that would make me laugh. A bunch of daffodils probably wouldn't be the thing. Tim went home, took off his sneakers at the door. And Oscar dropped a half-eaten lizard in one of them. He gave a yowl of greeting. I wish you wouldn't put your presents in my things, Oscar. Tim protested. He left the dead creature where it was. Maybe Oscar would remove it before he had to use his sneaker again.
but the cat looked at him with shining eyes. His hair looked smooth and vigorous, and his mouth was pink and healthy. You're not going to die, are you, Oscar? Tim was sure of it. The cat now looked healthier than normal. He picked him up, and Oscar started revving with pleasure, nibbling at his nose and tickling his ears. What am I going to give Julia for a present? He wondered aloud. But next day, Julia said, "You haven't seen my bear, have you? Was it attached to my pack yesterday when we were shooting hoops?" Tim couldn't remember, but suddenly the present problem was solved. Next day, he went to the two-dollar shop and bought a really snug-looking bear to hang off her pack. He bought a birthday card and wished he could scribble kisses and hearts all over it. And when he went outside again, the lizard had gone from his sneaker. There was the head of a mouse in it instead. Tim tipped it out in disgust. Oscar jumped up and clung to his waist, as if he wanted to dance with him. Tim had to laugh. Definitely, you're not dying, Oscar. He was glad. Maybe he was more of a cat person than he thought. The day of Julia's birthday was wet. Tim wrapped the bear carefully and slipped it into his pack. But when Julia opened the door, she looked grumpy. Not a birthday face at all. I feel lousy. Don't come too close. I've got a sniffle, and Maggie and Trish can't come because they've got worse colds. So there's only four of us. And the birthday cake will taste wrong because Mum forgot to put two ingredients in it. And we can't go outside and play basketball in case I get pneumonia. We'll have to play Scrabble or something. <laughs> Julia sneezed and pulled an even longer face. Did you bring something that will make me smile? Um, not really. It's not funny. Maybe he should have bought a clown mask or a book of jokes. Tim decided to wait before giving her his present. When the other two arrived, they ate sandwiches and drank coke and played cards, and more cards, and chewed birthday cake that did taste sort of empty. And Julia used up nearly half a box of tissues. Are all birthday parties as boring as this? She wondered. I am not having one next year. Tim dug into his pack. The bear would cheer her up, but the wrapping around the present had fallen off, and the bear's fur felt different. He grabbed an arm, except it felt more like a tail, and the bear was heavier than he remembered. Happy birthday, Julia! He pulled out a big dead rat. Tim's mouth dropped. His eyes bulged. But instead of Julia screaming, she grinned. The first big grin of the day. It's a monster! She shrieked with laughter, and Tim remembered his pack had been lying open in his bedroom, just waiting for one of Oscar's gifts. Julia peered at the rat's face. It must have looked so cute when it was alive. <sniffs> Then she gave Tim a big hug, despite her cold. And him still holding the rat. What a terrific present! This was Oscar's fault. I've bought you something proper. Tim dropped the rat, dug in his pack again, and found the pack bear. But Julia didn't seem to hear. It's a real shame it's dead. I could have kept it as a pet. 
Then she laughed again. Tim slipped on his anorak and buried the rat in the garden. But when he left, Julia gave his arm a squeeze. Thanks for the rat, Tim. It was the best part of a boring party. And thanks for the beer too. She giggled. Tim could tell she was still giggling when he turned and waved from the gate. When he got home, Oscar was waiting for him. The cat dumped another half-eaten lizard on Tim's sneaker, looked up at him in adoration, and started purring. Purring.